The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. It started as a whisper until you screamed it at the top of your lungs. We gained momentum. You made us unstoppable. We had a vision for change. You made it a revolution. We told you we are the future until you told us the future is now. And welcome to the NXT cast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Simmy. How are you, Miss Simmy? Doing great. How are you? I am doing excellent. Thank <laughs> you. Very nice to talk to you this week here on the NXT cast brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Um, first of all, we're going to let everybody know that if you're on a patron, you're going to uh-huh, uh-huh. miss out on Miss Timmy's <laughs> experience last week as she was in the building for the SmackDown at MSG. And she was Woo! also at AEW Dynamite as well. So yeah. become a patron and you can hear her firsthand commentary with color uh, from both of those events. So there's a early plug for the Patreon page. It was a rain dang doodle. Give it a listen. (laughs) My favorite expression. It's my favorite expression. So now that brings us to NXT 2.0. The long awaited re- branding, re-emerging, re- you know, remix, <laughs> remix, yeah, remake, uh, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, mm-hmm. So we open with a quick recap of Samoa Joe vacating the NXT title, and they set up four way for the vacant NXT championship. What happened? I don't think anything happened at all. I think that it was uh, a call from the top to just be like, hey. We need to. We want to start this thing off with the bang. We want to give this new NXT a new, you know, new look. So mm-hmm. I don't think Samoa Joe's hurt at all. They should have. I, I I hope he's okay. But like they could have just had him be like, I just wanted to take this shit away from Karen Cross for funsies. Y'all can fight over this, right? And just like <laughs> yeah, and been like, I'm gonna yeah. get back to being the general manager, right? Right, yeah, right, because that's what I wanted. Yeah, so. like what we talked about and how they could have had like a big ass tournament. Yeah, with the whole roster, which would have been cool. Yeah, or even if they could have done the like um what Becky did when it was like Money in the Bank, and then that was just like what you were really fighting for was a championship. And they would say, like, well, what you were really fighting for, you thought it was for number one contenders, but guess what, bitch? You're the champion now or something. Right. 
right. I hope we still get to see Samoa Joe, though. So we have a string of interviews to start off the show. Tommaso Ciampa doesn't care. Well, they're not really interviews. They're just kind of insert promos. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa doesn't care which NXT it is because he'll be champion. Pete Dunne, you know, tells everybody that he's the baddest man at NXT. He's been telling us that, and now it's time for him to prove it. It's time for him to be Bruiserweight champion. Kyle O'Reilly is ready to achieve a goal 16 years in the making. And LA Knight knows Samoa Joe was scared of him, and now three men are stuck in the same spot. Um, Some Someone named Braun Breaker. Uh, uh-huh. He's uh, Rick Steiner's son. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what they said. Yes. I was like, okay. He looks, he looks like, like Rick it. Steiner and sounds yeah. like his uncle, Big Papa Pump. So, yeah, <laughs> best of both roles here. Yeah. Uh, he he comes, seems fun. <laughs> he comes up to L.A. Knight and says he wants a chance to prove himself. Knight tells him to go out there, and, and he'll gonna, he's going to uh, dust him off in a few minutes. Um so now we get the full like new theme song and new intro with the Wale and the in living color, uh, uh-huh. you know, graffiti graphics or whatever. So now I like it. <laughs> we come into the arena and the arena is set are far brighter. We've got everything lit up. You can see the whole crowd. You've got, um, you know, just all these colors everywhere. Um you know, pastels and greens and yellows and just a real total 180 from what we're used to with NXT. Um, I don't hate it. I kind of like it. But then again, like, I'm a bright color bitch. So, like, I love yeah, pink and it, yellows it, and orange it, and yes. It's, like it. it makes the CWC look like an actual arena now and not just kind of yeah. like a, 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 a gym, I guess. Yeah. Kinda, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Although I did, I did like the grungy like right um, black and gold. I enjoyed it, but I also really like these bright colors as well. Right, <laughs> the ropes are white. The camera's a little yeah. bit closer to the ring, so it kind of feels like mm-hmm. an old school '80s studio wrestling show. Doesn't you know? Yeah. Doesn't have the feel of a big arena. It feels a little bit mm-hmm. more intimate. Um, yeah, but I I liked it. I thought it it, it definitely Ew. did what it was supposed to do, which was you know mm-hmm. definitely change the outlook and brighten things up, literally. Right. For the programming. So now we have yeah. LA Knight versus Braun Breaker. Some running shoulders have LA Knight in trouble. Knight gets gorilla pressed into a power slam, and Braun Breaker pins LA Knight clean in Oops. the middle of the ring. Well, damn, bye, La Knight. <laughs> that doesn't bode well for your championship. I was, thinking, I was just like, don't you have a four way? Why are you fighting somebody right now? Especially somebody with all those muscles. What's wrong with you? Why would you do that? It was the same thing I felt with Dragunov when he went up against Roddy. Why would you do this? <laughs> you have a match. And this is worse than with um, with Dragunov because he at least he had maybe like a day or so to recover. You have what? Like maybe 45 minutes. Right. <laughs> Why? Right. <laughs> but I was like, okay. Von, Von Breaker seems like he's got something. So I was just like, okay, okay. We'll see what you give. We'll see what you give. Uh, it was a good so, like little introductory. Yeah, so basically, I mean, we're starting off, you know, mm-hmm. already with what they want NXT to kind of be, where you're uh-huh. you're having your developmental talent intersect mm-hmm. with your veteran talent, and in yep. a 
attempt to try to, you know, bring those guys along, um, you mm-hmm. know, a lot faster with their development. Um, after That's the break, uh, Brian Breaker gets congratulated by a bunch of random um uh, wrestlers, performance center right. people. Uh, I saw Zion Quinn uh, mm-hmm. there. Um, and, uh, I saw a black girl. Yeah, I was like, hey. Some, yeah, some, yeah, some <laughs> so black girl so there. So, yeah, there's some there's some actual uh, good stuff going on there. Uh, Imperium right. versus Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. Jensen cleans house, but Briggs gets not to the outside, and the Imperium bomb finishes Jensen. Oopsie. I like Imperium. I was like, ooh, y'all little newbies, you're going to die. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> so now it's Hit Row. They're yeah. in the studio. They're talking about how fabulous B-Fab really is. She has trained with the best, and now she is ready for her in-ring debut and to get the win. Yes. So- yeah. Love her. <laughs> So, B-Fab versus Katrina Cortez. Mm-hmm. A big kick to the face in the corner rocks Cortez, and it's like the rude awakening Rick Root neck breaker for the pin and the win for B-Fab. Yay! Yes! Now, Once she gets more experience, she'll be like a little bit like... Right. More, you can like tell cleaner. that this was her first true match because, yes, right. it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a polished, you know, five-year yeah. veteran performance. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, right. it's your first match, so... Right. Like, but it showed potential. Yeah, it's like, it showed hey, that, hey, people are right. so rough like i but i guess that's kind of like nxt it's like you know we kind of got used to these people not Mm -hmm. having so much lately of the developmental part of this show right clearly is still in that stage of her career as far as her training right so yeah this is going to get kind of some time to get used to to see these people Mm -hmm. who are you know the uh performance center you know trainees basically mm-hmm. getting moved up to NXT is basically what we're getting right. now. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind it. I thought, I was like, okay, like, once she gets, like, a little bit more, like, ring time and stuff, right. like, because she she got the personality, she got the charm, she got the mic skills, like, on lock. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, getting, being in the ring more is just gonna, like, heighten it. And it's, like, once that happens, because it's, like, she's not even, like, bad or anything. It's just, like, oh, she's, you know, she's new. Right, but it shows like she got potential and she got hands from Miss Lopez. <laughs> Careful, yes. Careful, and she got those legs. Woo. BFAP doesn't think much of Electra Lopez getting involved in their <laughs> business, so she called her Senorita Secret Sauce, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. So here are Legado del Fantasma to interrupt. Lopez and BFAP insult each other with various threats, so mm-hmm. eventually it looks like we're going to get this one-on-one matchup between these two women. Um, yes. Again, another just layer of, mm-hmm. you know, Legado del Fantasma and Hit Row and another little, you know, detour away from the ultimate penultimate match, which is Swerve versus Escobar for the title. Mm-hmm. So I love this. I really like that. Um, you know how we're talking about, like, how when um, Christian had that, like, um, battle with, I don't remember who it was, but he, like, kind of snuck something in. Like, they do that where, like, they kind of interrupt each other a little mm-hmm. bit to, like, give a little zinger. Mm-hmm. So, like, when, um, um, what's her name? Lopez. Electro Lopez. Lopez. Electro, oh, my God. Um, she called her, like, muchacha, and they were like, ooh, muchacha, ooh, we're so scared, like, stuff <laughs> like that. I I really enjoyed their, like, back and forth. 
I love this feud. Every iteration of it is so good. Big Odyssey Jones and Cameron Grimes are trying to cheer up Johnny Gargano in the back because he's just not quite sure about this wedding. When Austin Theory returns. So he pops up out of nowhere. He even has a surprise. He says, you can't have a wedding without a priest. So he brought one. And here's Damien Priest. Damien Priest is like, hey, the bar must be open, right? Grimes has the drinks covered. And Theory and Gargano hug. They're all wearing matching Dexter Loomis costumes. So they have the gloves. They have the the long stalker shirt and the black gloves on. It's hilarious. Oh, this is great. I was so happy when his son came back. I was like, he's back from the woods. Because <laughs> I know he was lost. This was great. Um, the the everybody wearing the costume, the uh, Dexter Loomis <laughs> joint is hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. This yeah. whole thing is just hilarious. <laughs> <sighs> so here's our man, Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. And he's got a friend. A new friend. Mm-hmm. Hello, friend. Hey, friend. So after we just we're going to talk about my mm-hmm. friend, Miss Jupiter mm-hmm. Jula. <laughs> so Carmelo Hayes <laughs> is with his new friend, Trick Williams, mm-hmm. and they cut a promo. Carmelo Hayes talks about winning the breakout tournament three weeks ago. He says, you aren't going to catch him off guard again. And he said that he figured out in NXT that this is a numbers game. So he's trying to even up the odds a little bit. So that's why he called his man Trick. Uh, he he uh, asked Trick if he, if he was about it. And Trick said that he was about it, about it. Yeah. Now he says that Trick is going to be everywhere he is because he has the gift of gab and the gift of jab. Yeah. Carmelo Hayes is great. He says Carmelo Hayes is great, but Trick has a bone to pick with him. Williams uh, says that he's sick and tired of Carmelo being this good and this humble. He says when he shoots, he doesn't miss. So, you know what I'm saying? Carmelo Hayes is kind of like, yeah, you're right. I do need to kind of, you know, turn it up a notch a little bit. So... Uh Uh, Carmelo says that when he shoots, he doesn't miss. And if he chooses to pass, uh, Trick is going to catch it. So uh, Trick Williams says something else, too. He does this rhyme thing, but I couldn't really put it together. I don't uh-huh. know if he kind of lost his lines or whatever. But yeah, anyway. he kind of mumbled a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway. he was nervous. <laughs> so anyway, so they're out there with Samantha Irvin and the interview is over. So as they're walking back to the back, Duke Hudson comes out for his match and he says Carmelo Hayes got lucky in the breakout tournament and he like bumps into Carmelo. Well, he goes to get into the ring and Trick Williams is like, nah, bro, see this shit right here stops today. So Trick Williams comes in there, hits a cyclone boot to Duke Hudson and him and Carmelo Hayes come in and start putting the boots to Duke Hudson. They stomp him out and leave him lay. Oops. I was like, oh, you being heel already? God damn it. Yes, I did. I was like, so did we just get a Carmelo Hayes heel turn? Right. It's like, wait, huh? Yeah. I was excited about him as a baby face. So I was just like, okay. I guess? (laughs) Why? So I'm not sure what we're supposed to think about Duke Hudson. So this might not have been a, right. uh, a heel turn. It just might have been your man, Trick Williams, being like, kind of like uh, Shanti was. Like, yo, yeah. I'm not going to stand for any of this disrespect to my man. You know what I'm saying? It's going to yeah. pop off. So, 
I I hope so. <laughs> so uh, first and foremost, uh, mm-hmm. the creep cast was activated for Trick Williams. Yes, yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Second and foremost, my friend Miss Jupiter Julep. I've been trying mm-hmm. to get her on board with Carmelo Hayes. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Unfortunately, she didn't see the matches with Kushida and Adam Cole to appreciate. Oh, okay the Carmelo Hayes in-ring ability. So yes, yes. she is looking for some character and some something that makes him stand out mm-hmm. outside of just his wrestling. Mm-hmm. And she has seemed to have found it in Trick Williams. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I think this helps because it's kind of like I like that he was just like who, who is this like person this like humble I'm just here and he was like, he's like who is this? Like doesn't know who you are. Like you better, you better fuck the humble shit. Like you're, you're a badass. Let's go. So I like that. Like he's like his hype man. So I like that that he's kind of maybe be someone to bring out his personality a bit more. Mm-hmm. So I want to see what's gonna happen with that. Well, I don't care how she got on board, but as long as <laughs> Julep is on board, that's all. Yeah, that that's all we care about. That's all that matters. <laughs> exactly. Um. Next up. Did my what? I was about to say. I know right. she just disappeared. Uh, my oh no! Oh no! It's like I took them all, but they're not showing up here. So I'm gonna have to go to my phone. It looks like, which is unfortunate. <laughs> Trying to watch the football game on my phone. Um, as we're multitasking here, uh, live audio here, folks. Uh, Are they winning? Hell no. Oh. Giants just kicked the field goal. It's now 24 to 13. 23 to 17. Oh, I don't know what that means. 20, what is a field goal? Uh, 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 three <laughs> points. It's the it's not a touchdown. It's a field goal. Oh, okay. It's where they kick the ball through the two yellow uh-huh. things at the end of the field. Yeah, field goal. Oh, okay. okay. So, Gigi Dolan, <laughs> fake-ass Anna J, compliment J.C. J.C. <laughs> fake-ass Anna J for y'all who don't know. Compliment the new Mandy Rose, whose face we don't see, of course. Dum dum dum. So now it's Little Team Sunshine. Yeah. Caden Carter, Casey Consanzaro versus Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Dolan gets arm dragged into the corner for the tag to Jane. That's fine with Caden Carter, who hits her in the face from the apron. The 450 netbreaker combination is getting ready to connect, but. Here comes Mandy Rose in a hoodie, and that causes a DQ. Uh, Let's first talk about Caden Carter and Casey Cancizaro against Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. This was a really fast-paced match, a lot of action. It was, Uh, yeah. Caden Carter is getting better and better every time she gets to to really have a match. Um, She's starting to get to that point where I think that she could go solo. I've always thought she could go solo. Tbh, <laughs> I oh, I enjoyed Little Team back. Sunshine. Oh, good. <laughs> I enjoyed Little Team Sunshine. I think they're good. I think they've always should have been the tag team champions. Since they're a legitimate team. But yeah, exactly. Who actually has matching gear and tandem moves, and who actually tries to be a team. But yeah, I. But yeah, Miss Caden, Miss Caden. Yeah, she definitely. She needs that push because she's so good. When she's in the ring, I'm just like, every time I'm like, get Kaden in that ring. Katie, you're cool. Put Kaden in that <laughs> ring, please. Thanks. Thank you. So, so after that disqualification, the beatdown is on. Mandy Rose pulls back the hoodie to reveal that yeah, she is true. now a brunette. 
Yeah. And she has she's like, like guys don't stop calling me Trish. <laughs> and she has like super tan now too. So yeah, she's she, always she's she been on that super tan a little bit yeah. more to go with the brunette hair. Yeah, she's been on that super because I think she's like um like a bodybuilder, like a fitness model, right? And stuff. She does like all those competitions, so like it helps being tan and like it helps bring like the muscles and stuff out. So I I know that's why like they tan so much. It's not always like you know. Because they want to be ambiguous or spicy whites. <laughs> but yeah, but I was just like, okay, brown hair. Sure. She really said, listen, I'm sick of y'all trying to call me, the, um, trying to say I, I'm trying to look like Trish. We brown now. <laughs> it doesn't look bad on her, so. No, it looks right. very good. Yeah, uh, I like it. So Saray comes in for the save and clears the ring in a hurry. So in the very first iteration of, oh yeah, Vince and Bruce are really in charge of this shit. Uh, uh-huh. We get a Teddy Long special, which means mm-hmm. Saray, Caden Carter, and Casey Cananzaro are now going to yep. Gigi Dolan, JC Jane, and Mandy Rose. That's right. some when very Monday Night back. Raw SmackDown type ish right there. Right. I was like, where's Teddy? Where he at? Because I was just like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, so everything breaks down. And that means that Rose versus Saray show. That means that we get the Mandy Rose versus Saray showdown. until so Caden Carter super kicks Mandy for two. But Mandy yep. is back up with a jumping knee to Caden Carter's face for the pin and the win for Gigi Dolan, JC Jane, and Mandy Rose. Boo! I didn't hate this match. I was like, okay, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I just need those uh, other those two girls. What are the JC Jane and Gigi Dollar? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think with more like time and stuff in the ring, they'll like be a bit better. They just gotta stop. One of them, I don't know if it's the orange haired girls. One of them just always does this like weird snarl thing. Gigi like, Dolan just, would be the yeah. girl in the orange. Priscilla Kelly, also known as. Yeah, I think she like does like this like she like snarls or like does this like. Just makes her face weird. I'm like, stop doing that. It like takes you out of the match. Because mm-hmm. she just just like does this like weird like snarling face thing, and I'm like, okay, maybe somebody needs to tell her, Davis, stop doing that with your face. Stop <laughs> doing that with your face. But <laughs> I didn't think it was a bad match or like a bad angle. I glass array at least got a little bit of get back because I just beat her up for nothing. She ain't doing on nobody. <laughs> so. Well, she did kick Manny Rose in the face rather hard. I mean, whatever. She deserves it. <laughs> uh, we go to the bat with the bridal party getting ready. Cora Jade has a hat, and Candace is like, you don't wear a hat to a wedding. Uh, Candace LeRae is, you know, asking uh, Andy if she's really sure about this, and Andy confirms that, yes, this is what she wants to do. Uh, you can really see the baby bump on um, yes, you can. Candace right now, really showing through. Um, so, William Regal, um, oh, during this... Um, this match during the mm-hmm. six women match, we get a yeah. little insert of Kyle O'Reilly like working out, getting ready mm-hmm. for the match, and then he gets jumped by Pete Dunn and uh Ridge Holland. So that's when Re- Re- William Regal comes out and announces that uh Kyle O'Reilly is out of the match and Von Wagner who will take it exactly. Place. That's what I said. I don't know you. <laughs> uh, Von Wagner was the guy who came and saved Kyle O'Reilly uh, well, there at the end. I mean, thank you for that, but I don't know you. you can't just be all up in here all of a sudden. You got—I don't know who you are. Uh, he wasn't in most of the match because nobody knows you. 
So speaking of Ridge Highland, he's going to face Drake Maverick. We get some forearms across the face that keeps Maverick down and more forearms keep up the pain. And then the Northern Grit finishes off Drake Maverick. So super squash match here. Yes. I mean, you know, look good for Drake Maverick because he was on the edge of getting fired. He did get fired. And then he had that match where people were like, stop doing that to Lil Drake. And now he's here. Yeah, sure, he wins all, he loses all the time, but it doesn't matter. He's getting paid. He's, uh, he's also uh, showing up on Monday Night Raw trying to help um, help Akira Tozawa and r figure out the riddle that is Uh-oh. Reggie for the 24-7 championship. What? Yeah. Reggie is still the champion? He is. Give the I-95 championship back to r Truth. <laughs> <laughs> So Tommaso Ciampa talks about how everyone is coming for the title, and that is why we are here. It's been 908 days since he held Goldie, and tonight he gets his redemption. Ugh, why? Tony Dangerfield is a former All-American Greco wrestler, and he's coming to NXT. Uh, His his name is uh, Tony D'Angelo, and... um, He's like an Italian from Chicago and he has the you know, stereotypical <laughs> Italian look with the, yeah. you know, V-neck T-shirt, the bowler hat, the, you know, um, sport coat, cigar sticking yeah. out of it. And he's like, you know, my family, they come from a long line of sanitation workers and meat packers uh-huh. and, you know, just giving all the little code words for mafia. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Sonny Corinthos. <laughs> so... Uh, everybody, I, I when I first saw him, I was like, "Oh, the new Brooklyn Brawler." Okay, cool. But that's our old school deep dive reference for those of y'all who are '80s WWF fans. Everybody knows who the Brooklyn Brawler is. Um, maybe next to Barry Horowitz, the most fam- Iron Mike Sharp, the most famous jobber in all of professional oh. wrestling. Um, so the Creed Brothers versus local competitors. Uh, I think their names are like Brutus and Julius or something like that. So I anyway, guess, I Julius know. makes one opponent <laughs> tied together and a dropkick just fires Julius up. A spine buster plants the first local competitor and a basement clothesline is good for the pin. And the Creed brothers squash another team. Uh, these mm-hmm. dudes are freaking huge. They're yeah. powerful. And, and they love violence. <laughs> yeah, you see how they were tagging each other? Yeah. By slapping each other in the face? Right. It's not aggressive. I'm like, calm down. These are extreme white boys. I'm like, relax. Relax. After the I said it the last time. I was just like, listen, they like feed off the violence that they can inflict on people. Right. This is this oh my was God. this was crazy. Right. So after the match, Malcolm Bibbins brags about the Diamond Mine success and introduces the newest member of the team, Ivy Nile. She's in yep. great shape and hasn't had a carb in 16 years. He tells, her to, he tells her to flex. And I mean, she is like cut up. So he's yeah. like, you know, she was a star on the Titan games and she's here to, you know, join the crew and, you know, round out the team. So mm-hmm. Kashida comes out to say that they talk too much and he is ready for Roderick Strong and they set up a cruiserweight title match for next week. Yeah. I was like, all right, come on, arms. <laughs> yeah. I love arms. I was just like, all right. But you, have, you haven't you have had a carb in 16 years? I'm sorry for you because pasta, delicious. <laughs> delicious. Well, Bread, can't, so good. You can't, you can't have a body like that loading up on carbs. 
Well, then I can't have it because you ain't taking pasta from me. You're not taking, <laughs> you're not taking my starches. I'm going to eat rice. I'm African. You think I can't eat? Get, get out of my face. The, I can't have rice? It's that, no. It's that, it's that jollof rice, right? No. No? That's like more Ghana Nigerian. Okay. It's, it's just like regular rice, okay, but like okay. regular white rice. Okay. But like you have to have the stews with it. Ah. So like a peanut butter stew, you have gombo. That's like the, it's like, um, it's like okra, yep. but like crushed. And it's just like you put like um, beef stew. Be- oh, it's just, it's delicious. And then like the scotch bonnets, which it gives the spice. And also I'm Haitian. You're not going to take my rice from me. <laughs> You will not. So I can't. I can't. I guess I'm never gonna have abs because you're no. <laughs> you th- I'm gonna have pasta. I'm gonna have a pen of vodka. Don't do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so. so Von Wagner versus Pete Dunne versus LA Knight versus Tommaso Ciampa are fatal four way for the NXT title. Dunn and Chomper take Wagner and Knight out in the big slug out slugfest between those two is on. A German suplex sends Chomper to the outside and Dunn goes up top only to have LA Knight uh, just like leap up to the rope in one quick bound to do a uh-huh. top rope superplex and bring him back down to the ring. Wagner hits a double underhook slam for two count like a 2.9 on yeah. LA Knight. I mean it was super close. Very close. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with Ciampa making the save. Uh, Ciampa then hits the fairy tale ending to LA Knight, pins LA Knight, and Tommaso Ciampa is your new NXT champion. No. No. We all thought it was going to be Pete Dunne because it was reported that Pete Dunne uh, signed an extension on his contract. So everybody was thinking, okay, you know, it's going to be time for Pete Dunne to finally get his roses and get what Mm -hmm. he deserves uh, in uh, NXT. But no, it was uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Like, why, though? For what? If it wasn't going to be Kyle O'Reilly, it should have been Pete Dunne. Why, (laughs) Tommaso Ciampa? Why? I don't care about his reun- his reunion with Goldie. Don't care. Ugh. This was a good match, though. They they definitely. I think everybody thought that that new kid was gonna win it, and when he hit that double underhook, and yeah. um, and uh, got that near fall on uh, on L.A. Night, I think everybody was like, <gasps> right. I was like, huh. I was, I was like, Lanite, are you going to fuck this up? Or <laughs> what are you doing? But I was just like, I still, I can't, I don't know you, new person. Who are you? I don't know you yet. So I'm just like, hmm, I can't. Uh, so we see a video uh, of Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis' road to the altar. And now it's time for the wedding. So we have all kinds of wrestlers and a wedding party. Uh, Indy Hartwell comes to the ring and Johnny Gargano gives her away. Though only after he lists off his resume. Uh, Gargano, Gargano asks if Austin Theory has the rings. With Theory saying they're in a ring. Uh, Eichmann Giro has the rings inside his jacket, of course. <laughs> so we get Get up to the speak now or forever hold your peace 
portion of the uh, ceremonies. And uh, there's a lot of people with their hands up, but uh, Dexter Loomis turns to the wedding uh, the crowd and opens up his uh, blazer jacket. And in that jacket, he has a hatchet. An axe, whatever you want to call it. So, of course, oh, God. Uh, everyone puts their hands back down. Uh, That's right. <laughs> Indy Hartwell reads her vows to Dexter Loomis, whose middle name is Gaylord. She says he is misunderstood and is glad that he's a freak. Uh, Loomis has to cut her off from a story about sneaking into her bed one night with Gargano and Candice LeRae looking totally freaked out. Like, what? You were in our house? We were sleeping? <laughs> yeah, she was like, everybody looks at you and thinks that you're a stalker. But she was like, but I love when you're checking on me and following me and watching my every move. <laughs> you make me feel safe, Dexter. <laughs> everybody looks at you like a freak and I'm like yeah he's my freak <laughs> Indy Hartwell is great her her microphoning abilities have really gotten to an all time level here yes. um, Indy says Dexter you'll never lose a staring contest and Loomis Loomis's vow is a thumbs up but the minister being confused about what is going on. He's like, you know, she just gave you these tremendous vows and that's all you have for her is a thumbs up. <laughs> I guess they were biting off the old Orange Cassidy there. And uh, uh -huh. so that earns the minister the silencer and he is like <laughs> slumped out. So there's no one to continue with the proceeding. So the fans start chanting, William Regal, William Regal. <laughs> William Regal's like, nah, nah. Nah, <laughs> Then they start chanting for Damien Priest because, you know, he is a priest and that's when Beth Phoenix jumps in the ring because she kind of knew that this would happen she says that's why last night she got online and became an ordained minister so she could be uh, prepared if something like this were to happen Beth wants to cut to the chase which draws up Andre Chase he's like Did somebody say chase and uh, he stands up and then Odyssey Jones like puts the big paws on him and sits him back down uh, so with that out of the way, Beth That's says her so thing, horrible. making sure to say that any death doing them uh, doing them part is hopefully not actuated. Indy says she does, and Dexter says I do, and it got the hugest pop ever. Candace yes. has a shocked face. Of course, everybody just can't believe that Dexter Loomis just you know spoke. Words. Yeah. Um, after the kiss, they pose together. And no major shenanigans ensued at this wedding. <laughs> it was a miracle. I loved it. <laughs> I loved everything about this. From Austin Theory giving the rings to Jimmy. Be like, why does he have the rings? You don't even know that guy. <laughs> That was hilarious. So Johnny, you let go and be like, are you sure? Do you have doubts? Are you sure? Do you have doubts? If you have any doubts, tell me do you have doubts? Do you have doubts? <laughs> that was funny. Right. Dexter, I keep that thing on me, Loomis. Yeah. <laughs> this was great. He brandished a goddamn axe and was like, I dare you. Say something. And then when he said, I do, I lost my shit. I was like, he said words. Oh my god! This was great. Listen, if you are a soap opera watcher, you did not love this wedding. I don't know what to tell you. This was amazing. All it was missing was jagged edge. 
that's all it was missing. It was missing Jagged Edge and Jeff Hardy get his motherfucking life to let's get married. That's the only thing it was missing. This wedding was perfect. This you took was it, perfect. You took it back. Way back to SmackDown. I love that clip. Every time it comes across, I watch it and it's great. Come on now, Teddy Long, Jagged Edge, you got Jeff Hardy just jamming. So let's get married. It's great. <laughs> it's great. This was amazing. I love this wedding. It's clearly <laughs> the second best wedding in the history of WWF. I mean, and the fact that it they actually got married <laughs> and it went off without a hitch. I mean, there were some hitches. The priest got slept, but he should have known better. So this was amazing. I love this. I like how they had the wrestlers as the, you know, like in the, the ceremony. And then they had yes. like, the crowd as like extra guests. So, yes. you know, it was it really, was it was a really well done wedding. It was awesome. It was. It was. I loved it. If you aren't a fan of this, then, you know, you definitely haven't gotten as wrapped up in the index story as a lot of us have. Right. Because I I said it from way back. I was like, Dexter Loomis just needs like a buddy or somebody who understands him. And so they can kind of like translate for us. And then we got Indy Hartwell. (laughs) And it's just it's amazing. I'm all aboard index. All aboard it. I see it. A man who will fuck people up for you and doesn't talk. Great. <laughs> Great. Perfect. <laughs> Loved it. So, All aboard. <laughs> Tomasa Ciampa, who was reunited with the love of his life, was watching uh, these two kids, you know, unite the love in their life. And he was watching in the back when Braun Breaker comes up to say congratulations, but he doesn't let his hand go and he's staring right at Goldie as we end the oop, show. Oop. All right, now. I was like, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't hate that they're kind of like because this is kind of how you're supposed to like kind of integrate these people again we're going to go back to soap operas when you bring in a new character you don't just be like hey here's new blah 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 guess what you do you have them interact with veterans and people we're familiar with so they can get acclimated and we can get more familiar with them and then you give them the big storyline so like I I enjoyed that I just didn't like that my Kyle rally got taken out didn't like that. Okay, stop playing, my boy. So, this was the first edition of NXT 2.0. Mm-hmm, uh, fully mm-hmm. equipped with the uh, Kevin Dunn Monday Night Raw camera cuts, and that man in the first damn two <laughs> minutes of this damn show, they probably had about seventy-two yeah. camera cuts. Like, good God, Kevin, right. come on, man. Like, relax, just for a second. Can it's we? like in the middle of the nap of the match. It's like but I'm like, what? No, I'm. T- hello, somebody <laughs> just gave a spine buster. Why are you cutting to this random person? Hello. <laughs> yeah, it is just the worst, man. But mm-hmm. um, the new direction of NXT is clear. 
as mm-hmm. they're going to, you know, try to focus on the younger developmental, purely developmental talent that hasn't had a lot of TV exposure, mixing yeah. them in uh, here and there with as many as the NXT veterans that we still have left. There's looks like a big, unfortunately for Kyle O'Reilly, looks like he is going to be kind of odd man out in this new version of NXT. I, I don't know if they're going to have him go against Pete Dunne or if they're going to that end zone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're gonna have him go against Pete Dunn eventually. You know, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know kind of where he's gonna go from here, just because of how, um, you know, he didn't get a chance to wrestle in that match, and I think everybody was looking forward to that match yes. with Kyle O'Reilly in it. Yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah. So if we get more of the Odyssey Joneses and Zion Quins and Trick Williams and. Um, yeah. Uh, who was that tag team? Um, I gotta go back through my notes. Hold on for a second. If it's Briggs and somebody, yeah, yeah, Briggs and uh, Jensen, Brooke, Brooks yeah. Jensen and Josh Briggs and Gigi Dolland and and Caden and all these people, all these younger people. Um, if that's gonna be the focus, um, I don't have a problem with that either. We just yeah. gonna need you know the story, the the storylines to be the storylines to be up to par and you know um hopefully the guys like gargano and champa and um pete dunn and uh, kyle o'reilly can help bring these kids along um and you know uh you know make us care about them as much as they can and uh you know integrate themselves into the show um so all in all you know i i wasn't displeased about the 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 2.0 first episode i thought it was very well done uh, the wedding definitely was the topper um mm-hmm. but they had some really good matches that six women tag match actually turned out to be a really good match after they had yes. the, you know monday night rawish uh setup mm-hmm. um, yes, yes. And the main event was really good as well. I like that a lot too. So um, I don't have any complaints about this week's uh, edition of NXT. I thought it was a good start for the reboot, the rebrand, and uh, we'll see how they build on that next week. Yes, I agree. And especially, I like that they're kind of bringing gimmicks back a little bit mm-hmm. because, so like, I really enjoyed like the vignettes, like, you know, the little Chicago mobster boy coming up because like, because sometimes they just like spring people and they're like, oh, here I am, blah, blah, blah. There's, it's just like, who yeah, are you? Kind of like tonight with Braun Breaker and right. Wagner. It's like, we've never seen these yeah. people before. We've never like right. seen them. We haven't even seen them like get squashed by anybody. Exactly. They just, they just like, I don't know up you. Out of the blue, right. <laughs> right. Williams as well. Like, hey, where where did this guy come from? You know, so. Right. Yeah, that's going to take a kind of a little bit of time to get used to if they're just going to mm-hmm. have just guys just popping up out and women just popping up out of nowhere. Like, like, hey, I'm here. Right. Like, well, exactly. like, who are you? But exactly, like, what? Huh? I but, don't know you. But like I you said, you if they can keep brushing them up against mm-hmm. the more established um, stars of NXT that we know, then it can definitely make yeah. us care about them. Unfortunately, uh, mm-hmm. Frankie Monet and Raquel Gonzalez did not have their match this right. week. So it looks like we're going right. to next week. Uh, apparently, okay. uh, Raquel Gonzalez got engaged uh, to Braun Strowman. Yeah. Oh God, that's still so strange. <laughs> and so uh, Piper Niven and um, uh-huh. Excalibur from AEW got married over the weekend. Huh? Yeah. 
What? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> That's just, um, sometimes things just like wrestling just me off breed strange bedfellows <laughs> absolutely you know I get it y'all on the road all the time You get, I guess sure and I would be remiss if I did not discuss this with you mm-hmm. uh huh uh huh biggie we is it biggie new uh-huh. WWE mm-hmm. champion and his yeah. name is Big E, as he cashed in. <laughs> yeah, the last name, as he cashed in on uh, Bobby Lashley to become yeah. your new yeah. WWE World Champion. That's motherfucking right. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so happy. I saw that come across my timeline, and I was just like, no, hold on, hold on, wait. And did I get teary? Yes, the fuck I did. I love me some big E, and I, oh, this makes me so happy. One black man to another black man. We, yes, yes. And he didn't have to change. He didn't have to, quote unquote, become serious, Booker T, in order to do it. He's himself. He's Big, goofy, but in that way, he's going to whoop that ass and become champion. That's right. Biggie versus Roman at Survivor Series. No, I don't want that. I'd much rather have the Bloodline versus the New Day. Oh, that's even better. And then that way, because the champion versus champion doesn't really, the champion who loses is always diminished. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and they're not gonna have a match where they have champion versus champion, then they have a screwy finish either, you know. Yeah, but yeah. But Blood if they did Bloodline versus New Day, that would be yeah. much more. Yes. Much mm, impactful. Yeah, much do another better. rap battle. Do another rap battle. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. <laughs> because ooh, I still watch that, and it's ooh, lord. So good. I'm so, so happy. They really want me to watch Monday Night Raw. Like, you really want me to do it. Don't do it. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna Google what I need to. (laughs) But y'all, they're trying. They're trying. They are trying, but don't do it. Save your your three hours on a Monday for something that you would definitely enjoy more than just, you know, a 10 or 15 minute stretch here or there. Because, you know, Monday Night Raw is very... Yeah, yeah, it's gotten better the past couple of weeks. They they have made like a concerted effort to try to uh, get it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But until the draft, I, I don't see it improving significantly. Oh, God, until, draft. Yeah, October 1st and October 4th, it's going to start on SmackDown on the 1st oh, and then come over to Raw on the 4th. So we will see oh, uh, what kind of changes are made. Um going forward uh, for the Raw and SmackDown rosters. I mean, pretty much Big E is already on Raw now since he's the uh, WWE champion. So that's one person that they're not going to have to draft to Raw. Um, I think Drew McIntyre is probably going to go to SmackDown. Um, <laughs> AJ Styles may end, Well, I don't know. Him and Paul don't get along, so I don't know if yeah, he's going to so. end up on uh, SmackDown. No. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, so... It's going to be interesting, especially with the women, because they need to replenish Raw's women's division. Yes. After they, you know, 
cut everybody that was significant in their division. So um, it's going to be interesting to see kind of who gets fed back over to Monday Night Raw for the women's division. Um, Don't take my girls. You better leave Naomi. You leave Sasha. You leave Bailey. Naomi's definitely, I think, going to stay just because, you know, the the whole couple thing. Yeah, um, you leave Bianca. It's going to be interesting to see where, like, Keith Lee goes. It's going to be interesting to see yeah. if, they, if they're ever going to do anything with Keith Lee. Did you hear? Yeah. Did you hear? Did you hear what they proposed to Adam Cole? I heard, but I feel like, I don't know. I take a lot of these, like, did Adam Cole say that himself? Or is it, like, a Dave Meltzer thing? It was kind of like a rumor and kind of like this is what they taught. This is what they proposed or kind of right. floated out to him as one of the ideas for his main roster, uh, you know, moving. Because the deal was if he came back, he was going to come to the main roster. He wasn't going to be in uh-huh. NXT anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, as for those who don't know, what I'm talking about uh, before Adam Cole left WWE. Of course, he negotiated with Vince or whatever. And one mm-hmm. of the ideas that they had for him was that they were going to turn Keith Lee heel. And they were going to have Adam Cole basically be his version of Leo Rush. First of all, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. The fuck? Are you going to waste Adam Cole on that and waste Keith Lee? No. And second, I take a lot of like, especially the Dave Meltzer and all those things. I take it with a big ass grain of salt. Because I'm just like, eh, because they were one of the ones who were like, oh, Vince doesn't like Keith Lee. Keith Lee's up. And Keith Lee was like, bitch, I had COVID. So there's some things I'm just like, ah, I don't know. But But what's really sad is I can't have the party anymore. Oh, yeah. They did one final thing I heard where they kind of did like a farewell. Yeah, they did. And (laughs) did I cry? Kind of. Yeah, I did. They did like a Blue's Clues-ish type of like. You know, sometimes people have to leave in order. To, he literally said, um, you guys are like, you know, um, like family. And sometimes we have to leave in order to grow. But it's not goodbye. It's see you later. And then he walked off and they were like, see you, Chugs. And I was like, fuck off. I'm going to cry. <laughs> and I kind of did. I'm so sad. And I was like, oh, no. No, Vince, why can't you just let them have Twitch? <laughs> right. Cause ugh, the party was just so good. Ugh, he's such a wholesome, great person. <laughs> he is. He's so nice. And I'm just like, how are you such like a great, like shit talking, awful heel? But you're so nice. <laughs> but you're so nice. I'm like ah, ugh, so sad. But happy for Biggie. Get back to the happiness because I was, ooh, it hit me in my heart. Because, like, he talked before about how he was, like, he had, he struggled with, like, mental health mm-hmm. and, and, like, stuff like that. And, like, how, you know, he was down, but, like, his friends really helped him and, like, therapy helped him. And he's always, always talked about how he wanted to kind of forge his own path. And right. he doesn't have to, like, try to be like this big serious or badass person in order to be champion that he wants to show that you can be yourself you can be you know happy and goofy and have fun but you can be the championship like being who you are and i love that he hasn't changed and he's the champion and that just 
oh, that makes me so happy. And then the like interview, you know how they have like the little exclusive thing yeah, where like he that. was talking about it. And then like Kofi and like Xavier like came and just talked about how proud they were. And you can see it in their faces. And it's just, oh, I love friendship. It makes me so happy. And the new day are back together. I love how they kind of like broke them up where it was just like there was no betrayal. There was no turn. It was just, you know, Biggie went, they got separated in the draft. They did their thing. He did his thing. They were on the trajectory and now they're back together. Mm-hmm. Oh, it makes me so happy. I just, oh, I love it. I love blacks. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Hashtag black wrestling draws. Exactly. Remember it. <laughs> well, and NXT, remembering it because NXT looks real black. Oh uh, yeah, there's a lot of that, that, there's a lot of color. That first hour was real ethnic, y'all. Right, I was like, "Ooh, look at all, look at all this brown. <laughs> Come on." <laughs> and it's Hispanic. It's um Hispanic Heritage Month. Right. Hey, let's go. <laughs> right, right, right. So very happy. Uh, just give your final thoughts on this version of NXT 2.0, our first look at the new rebrand, and you know your overall just what you liked and things that you're interested in. I enjoyed this. I like the bright colors. I I have hope for what this is going to give. Again, I like I said, I like these like the vignettes that they're bringing where they're like introducing people because you get to see kind of like their character who they're meant to be. Mm-hmm. I like how they're kind of like sprinkling in like the new people with like the vets so that it's not completely like oh bye to these people and it's just like here's all these new people who you've never seen so they're kind of like weaving them in which i like that i don't like that you took out makayo i'm gonna keep saying it because meh you're not gonna do that (laughs) but (laughs) i did i enjoyed the show and this this is like what we're going with how it's gonna be then i think it's gonna be great so we we're gonna we can make some new Sasha Bankses and some new Baileys, some new you know Big E's and Romans and all that stuff and like you know they're always talking about WWE doesn't make homegrown stars. First of all, yes they do, and when they try, you guys shit on it all the time. This is them trying, so I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be good. All right, uh, same here. I, I, I this was, um, you know, I was very fearful coming into this as last week. You know, uh, we talked about just um, the unknown, and mm-hmm. you know, with Triple H still mending, and yes. you know, not being there to you know oversee the day to day, just how would things look? Um, mm-hmm. Was they going to turn it into Tuesday Night Raw? And for the most part, they did not. They only had yeah. one segment that was kind of you know main roster ish uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. set up but other than that they pretty much stayed true to what we know about and like about NXT yeah. and hopefully they can keep that same uh, energy going forward uh, throughout this whole you know reband, rebrand reboot um, mm-hmm. and just continue to like you said give us the new young homegrown talent that they've um, acquired people that they've trained people that they've uh, looked at and kind of deemed hey these are some people that we can turn into uh, professional wrestlers and uh, just going forward hopefully that we get you know very good storylines so we can get to begin to care about these people Um, yeah 
I think that's one of the things that separates Raw from SmackDown. It's mm-hmm. just that Monday Night Raw, except for now with Big E, just doesn't have anybody that you really care about other than the New Day from week to week. You know, everybody yeah. else is just kind of the same. And I think that's what makes SmackDown so good is that they mm-hmm. have a whole roster of people that you care about. Right. You know, they have Roman, they have the Usos, they have, uh, like you said, Bailey, they have Sasha, they have Bianca, they have Becky, they have Seth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, yeah. it's like eight, nine, ten people right there. They have the street products, right. you know, that, that you right. legitimately, you know, care about. Not care about and root for. Cesaro, right. I mean, there's all these Ooh. people. <laughs> Right. There's all these people that you want to see do well on that program. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when they give you a show like they did on Friday that you attended, it's real easy to get into that and right. you know um you know, get immersed in it and you know, it's a it's when they get pushed to have right. to deliver something, they mm-hmm. can. But right. but it helps a ton when you care about the people that you're watching. Exactly. Like I you're not gonna put fucking Lego Evans and thing and expect me to care about anything she does. <laughs> not gonna happen. Uh, oh Lacey. You put Karen Cross in a freaking dominatrix mask and you want me to do something. No. Get out of my face. <laughs> what are you thinking? I don't right. So. right. But you know who I do care about? Mustafa Ali and Mansoor. They're so cute. <laughs> They're adorable. Okay, so like they had this um how like Mustafa and Kofi still got beef. Right. <laughs> and Mustafa was like, I can't wait to take you out. And Kofi was like, This is why we're never gonna be friends. <laughs> and so tweeted and was like, I don't think you should say that to someone who just offered to take you out to dinner. Mustafa <laughs> <laughs> stuff retweeted with this reaction of him going like, Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, they're so cute. Mansoor is so innocent. He just wants people to be friends. And most of us like fuck everybody. Right. It's great. Right. It's good. I find it's them so good adorable. For sure. It's good. Yeah. It's similar to what Kayla and Paul are doing on SmackDown right now. They're they're I doing some very good stuff. Love that. Kayla is the bait. Is the like bait in that man's side. She's the thorn in his side. I love this feud. Uh, she just shows up like, hey, Paul. And he's like, God damn it. <laughs> Get out of my face right now. <laughs> I it's payback from it. all the times I've been mean to her on Talking Smack. I know. Every time <laughs> Bailey would come and she was just like, God, Kayla, you're not professional. We don't like you at all. We just ignore her. <laughs> and she's going to pay back now. It's great. It's great. Oh, I love it. Oh, and then this new announcer person on NXT. I was like, okay. First I was like, where's Alicia? Oh, you're talking about Miss Samantha Irvin. Yes. Yes. Uh, Was she doing the ring announcing? She was. I didn't notice that. I hope Alicia did. I hope she was just, I don't know. Don't take Alicia away from me. No. I think Alicia's still there. She might just be doing it for like, ooh, the really big stuff. So. Yeah, because what's next is my joint. Speaking of, it's Thursday. I haven't watched it yet, so I got to go through and and watch it. It's so it's so funny. I'm going to, like, go back and, like, watch, like, the older episodes as well. It's yeah, hilarious. It's hilarious, man. They are the best. I love those. They're so funny. I love those two together. <laughs> they need to put that on actual NXT, like, just, like, a segment where they, like, <laughs> it doesn't even have to be the full thing. It could be, like, maybe, like, a two-minute, like, thing. Right, right. Uh, 
So at this Pick point, up. oh, you're still growing. I'm going to uh, turn it over <laughs> to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Well, shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the Rasselcast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. And shout out to Big E, my WWE champion. That's right, King. I'm so happy for you. WWE World Champion. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Oh, I hope he has a good long reign because I'm so happy. Let's go, Biggie Langston. I'm going to use your last name because they took it away from you. But I remember. <laughs> yes, we all do. Um, <laughs> big shout out to Miss Simi uh, for joining me this week after that week of wrestling she took in live like i said the recap of everything is uh over on the dark mat so check that out on patreon.com forward slash cspn media shout out to miss dd jonay mr mo to the underscore reese miss jade to the max uh shout out to also anwar starwin miss v madam lizette what's sleep though and everybody who joins us each and every week for all our various twitter spaces and live tweets and the hashtags um shout out to uh, just everybody who joins us uh, on the WrestleCast uh, for anything, if you listen to the podcast, if you listen to the, uh, if you just listen to the spaces, you don't chime in or speak. We definitely appreciate everybody's support. So continue to rate, review, uh, share the podcast episodes as well. Uh, just let people know that we are out here and we are representing and sharing our commentary with color each and every week here on the CSPN. Uh, also go to CSPN.com us click on a tab that says keep our podcast free to help keep the podcast free each and every week do some shopping with our sponsors amazon everybody shops there so yes you can uh, do some shopping with amazon and some of your purchase will come back to the cspn to help keep the podcast free each and every week so for my co-host miss simmy I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the nxt cast please stay tuned for the parting promo Bye, see you on the hashtags. Moving forward to NXT 2.0, you're not going to catch Mellow off guard ever again. And when I look around, I realize at the end of the day, this is really just a numbers game. So what I had to do is I had to call up my boy. I said, yo, Trick. I said, are you about it? He got right back to me and he said, oh, I'm about it, about it. Hey. So from this point on, as long as I have this, wherever I go, Trick goes. Whenever I eat, Trick eats. And whenever I get put on, Trick gets put on too. Tell him, Trick. Sam, I'm here for two reasons. Because I was born with the gift of the gab and the gift of the jab. And that's why my punchlines hit so heavy. Mello, I'm proud of you, man. You truly are the golden child of NXT. But I got a bone to pick with you. 
and talk your talk. When Melo shoot, he don't miss. When Melo shoot, he don't miss. Who is this new humble Melo? Melo ain't never been humble. Sam, do we look humble? Exactly. Cause back in the day, we was quick to call it a bum. Bobblehead of boot liquor. And tell us we can strap up the boots. Make the ring talk. Cause we bout it, bout it. You're right, Chick. No more holding back. It's too hard to be this good and be this humble. And now that I got this opportunity, this is a guaranteed championship around my waist, man. You said it best. I am the golden child. I am the chosen one. So when Melo shoots, I don't miss. And if I choose to pass it, then Trick's gonna receive it. Give me that mic. And that's all it is, and that's all it's gonna be.